This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. One of the iconic names in the luxury retail sector is Gucci. The name is synonymous with the level of lifestyle that almost everyone on the planet is searching for. But what about the man behind the brand? Aldo Gucci was someone that took his dad's small luggage company in Florentine, Italy, and was able to turn it into a multi-million dollar industry. His story is told now by his daughter, Patricia, but it isn't always the hearts and flowers story that you might hope would have been the case. Patricia tells the story in her book, In the Name of Gucci, a memoir. And Patricia joins us on the show right now. Patricia, great to have you on the show. Thank you for coming on. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. I mentioned this yesterday as a question, and I kind of wanted to ask you, with all that you've gone through, what does the Gucci brand mean to you? Not necessarily the name, but what's the brand mean to you now? Well, the brand for me is is all about quality and uh, and good craftsmanship and obviously a beautiful uh, image and great product. Um, and that's what I think... The brand can, you know, that, that that is a timeless thing if it's done, you know, created in, a, in the best possible way. The interesting thing is is that you take this story, I mean, you, part of this is obviously your recollection, and part of this is is recollections of, uh, of people that you talked about, but the story of, of, of your mother and father uh, is a very interesting one, going back to uh, quite a long time ago when... Your your mother and father were not married, and in fact, your father and and your mother and you basically went to London uh, to to live for quite a bit of time. Correct? Yes, um, my mother uh, had to have me in London because in those days uh, she was not married to my father, and she was basically it was illegal for him to have a child uh, in, um, out of wedlock as as a married man in in, the, in those cultural and. Uh, and, and environmental, you know, because of the Catholic Church, it was a, a very taboo thing. And so my mother had to hide me in London um, and uh, for a few years uh, after she gave birth to me. And then I went back to Italy oh. for a few years, and then I'm back to England again to have um, the rest of my education. When was it that that, uh, that Aldo's original wife actually knew uh, of you and uh, of your mother? Oh, it was when my mother went back. She had me in London, and at 28 days old, uh, decided that she wanted to go home uh, to Rome. And uh, so, you know, it was all very uh, undercover and everything quiet. And unfortunately, uh, within a year or so, uh, one thing led to another, not to go on too long. But basically, um, my father's wife found out about me. And and the publicity around that uh, ended up being what? Well, there was no publicity. It okay. was uh, it was very family. Uh, my father, you know, she go, she tried to ask my mother if uh, she would leave my father, and uh, even offered to take me. And you know, my mother, of course, was shocked and had, wouldn't even have dreamt of such a thing. And when my father found out, he felt, you know, that he had to straighten out the situation, and yeah. uh, he told his wife that that was not going to happen, and that Bruno was very much uh, the love of his life and was going to stay. What's what's the best way you you describe your dad as? 
Well, my father, I, I find him to be one of a kind. He was tremendous uh, in everything uh, he set his mind to do. He was a genius, um, ahead of his time always. He was also a man of huge heart, and he really, really believed in family. And that's why, you know, in the end of his life, I think one of the worst realizations was that everything he had ever done uh, was for the family and, and, and was never going to happen the way he would have dreamt. And, and that, that's part of the story I wanted to get into in a second. Uh, but it is interesting that, that this was a company that was basically started by your grandfather as a, as a smaller company in Italy. And, and what was it that he did, in your knowledge for, uh, of the business from, from back in that day, what was it that he did that, that allowed this to become such a huge brand that, that everybody knows around the globe still today? Well, you know, if it wasn't for my father, there would be really, uh, Gucci would not be anything close to what, uh, it, you know, he, it, my, father, my grandfather had a vision of it being in Florence and, and, and creating an incredibly fantastic quality boutique of, of the best of the best. But my father had uh, huge uh, uh, ambitions and he wanted to expand uh, throughout the world. And he started uh, in Rome and my grandfather supported that. And then eventually... My father decided to go to America, and my grandfather was definitely not happy about that. But my father showed him in the long run that he had made the right decision. And unfortunately, my grandfather died not long after and never really saw the big blossoming of the company. What was your view on the business as you were growing up? Because it's one thing to see the business now as an adult and what he did and what it became. But when you were a young girl and you were spending time away from your father, what was what was your view of the business at that point? Well, I was living a very sort of sheltered and normal life as a schoolgirl in England, eventually moved to Rome when I was 12. I mean, 11. But basically, I didn't really know too much about the company. I wasn't involved in any way. Uh, I would occasionally go into the shop. Um, and that was, of course, it was like walking into uh, Aladdin's cave of, of, of <laughs> incredible, beautiful things. Everywhere I looked, I couldn't believe it. But it never really, you know, I didn't understand the enormity of the company until I moved to America much later on in my life, in uh, uh, my late teens. A lot of people don't, don't uh, understand, as you kind of alluded to, uh, that the towards the end of his life and, and his time with the company, it did not go very well because of sons from his prior marriage and, and, and grandsons as well. And I guess there, were, there was uh, quite a battle that went on, correct? Yes, it was at the, at the last, I was, well, five years of his life that everything sort of imploded, um, um, starting off with his son, Paolo, uh, who unfortunately decided he wanted to do things his way. And with my father, you didn't, you didn't contradict him. And, and it went on for actually uh, even many years before that. He kept on doing things that my father said, you can't do this. This is not company policy. And, and, and eventually they, they just couldn't you know, even be in the same room. And uh, Paolo uh, swore, you know, in some ways to himself that he was going to get his way. And he basically went and, and, and to the IRS and gave some papers of my father's uh, financial uh, situation that he was not uh, paying taxes on. And, uh, yeah. and that started everything. Well, and, and, and that's another interesting piece of the story as well, because uh, the gentleman that was trying to prosecute him at the time is Rudy Giuliani, who's, you know, the former mayor of New York City. And and I guess at, at some level, 
he was trying to make a name for himself at that point to try and improve his career. And obviously, your father's name, you know, is as big as you're going to get around around the globe. Especially in those days, absolutely. And he was made a bit of an example, I think, for uh, for America. You know, this is what happens to you if you evade taxes. And my father, you know, at that time, that was 80 years old, and it was a sort of an unfair <laughs> example. He was. He was the one to be made of because he was a bit, you know, over. It was way over his age. He was not going to be uh, somebody that deserved to go to prison, but unfortunately, he did. We are talking with Patricia Gucci. The book is "In the Name of Gucci: A Memoir." Uh, it is available out now in bookstores and online. We greatly appreciate Patricia for joining us for uh, for part of our show here today. In the end, with what happened between your father and and his sons and the grandsons. Was it a case of he put too much trust in those people in running it in running the the business at that point? Well, my father was running the business. Okay. I mean, they all had their their roles, right. and he, you know, mentored everybody. But he was also somebody that he pretty much was a bit of, you know, an authoritative figure on every of every department. Yeah. Um, but whatever happened, you know, once he went to, to prison, that was pretty much uh, the end of his uh, power and his control. And, um, and everything then started uh, deteriorating, everything, people taking uh, their positions. And Maurizio took his, which was his nephew, uh, to take over the company uh, with the help of Al, uh, Paolo, who uh, he made a deal with to buy his shares. And that obviously uh, diminished my father's 50 percent uh, Stake uh, into a minority. So eventually, my brothers, other brothers, also decided they had to sell too, and um, because otherwise their their shares would have been devaluated. So my father was left pretty much on his own, and and that was pretty much the end of <laughs> everything. But but at that point uh, of his life, that's when you started, I guess, to have a, a more of a closer relationship with him. Uh, no, no, it was earlier. Okay. Um, no, it was much earlier. I, I worked for the company for about seven years before, and I was even put on the board of directors. And I, you know, I, I had a lot of uh, very interesting roles in the company as ambassador and fashion coordinator, and trying to, you know, they were thinking of making uh, me as an image for a younger look. But it was at that time when I started working that things definitely started changing, and there was a lot of turmoil. And eventually, it all, as I said, it went downhill. We're joined by Patricia Gucci. Her book is In the Name of Gucci. Uh, it is out now in bookstores and online. Uh, towards the end of his life and, and having spent a year in, in prison and obviously his medical issues that, that he dealt with, what were those, those last couple of years like for him? I think the prison definitely took a toll on, on his health as well as the stress of you know, losing his company and and his sons uh, turning their backs on him and all the other people he had trusted. All of that, all put into one thing, was a turning point to his health. This was a man that, at, uh, up until before prison, he was given. Uh, you know, his, his doctors would say, "You're like a 50-year-old. You're amazing, <laughs> Aldo. What do you do? What's the secret of your longevity?" You know, and and he took actually that as a huge. Uh, he was very proud of that. And then, uh, you know, stress does horrible things. And uh, he had, I think, the worst kind that I think you can give to any human being at, at uh, 80 years old and eventually got cancer. And, um, and that was the 
final <laughs> the final blow. So, but in a way, probably the best blow because if he had lived, uh, he would have been a very unhappy man, seeing yeah. you know having to relive everything he had gone through those years. You do. You do write about about how your father did have a, a a real, I don't know if love's the right word, but he did really enjoy coming to the United States and and being over here at times. And and I guess in part that's not really surprising because how uh, the global economy kind of developed and how New York kind of really became such a hub for so many things in the business world. Yes, I mean, for him, America was, you know, the land of, of everything. He had absolutely adored the energy and loved the, the, the dynamism that you had in America of, of being able to do everything and, and achieving and, and the positive attitude of people and who, how they embraced him and, and, what he, and what he accomplished. You know, it was, it was a success story in every possible way for him. America was... Uh, he loved Palm Beach. That was a home where he was at his most uh, relaxed. And uh, and yes, absolutely. And this was just a big blow in his life to to have, in a way, a certain system turn <laughs> their backs uh, on him in that way, the way it happened anyway. And I think that was something he never expected. I get and the, his uh, days. Uh, I get the sense, though, from talking to you that if your father was still alive and, and you know, he was in his prime uh, right now, that he would probably really enjoy running a company in, you know, in this day and age with all the changes that we've seen and obviously all the technology that that is out there and, and probably some of the, the design changes within the, the industry itself. Well, I don't know about the technology part because okay. I think he would be absolutely flabbergasted at it. As, as you know, it would have been a, a completely different thing. But for him to see such a, how things have evolved in the last even ten years, um, but he was always a man who was ahead of his of his time and everything he did. I mean, now I think things are moving even faster than they ever have. So yes, I'm sure he would have embraced whatever changes there were, and if he was young enough to be able to do so, he would have gone with the flow. It has been, I would imagine, very interesting to see how uh, how his life played out, and obviously the the positives for many of them very much early on in your time knowing him, and unfortunately some of the negatives later on in in his life. That being said, though, the the Gucci company and the Gucci name continues to be a stalwart in the in the luxury industry these days, and it does you know. Ownership aside, it doesn't seem like this is a name that will slow down at any time in the next in the next fifty hundred years. Oh, absolutely, and I'm very happy about that. I mean, there would be nothing if it was the opposite; it would have been tragic. Um, yeah. Then, what would we would we have to talk about? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, this is just fantastic, and I and I follow closely Gucci in, in every step that it's done in the last 26 years. And there's been ups and there's been downs and there's been all sorts of interesting uh, reinventions and uh, brilliant people involved. And it's been really nice to see. And I, now is a really exciting time, too. It's a, it's a revival in some ways of, of, the, of the name and the image and, and embraced uh, wholeheartedly. Like I've, I haven't seen something like this, this in a while. I can't imagine what it's like to for you probably when you're traveling and and you may be walking I don't know in London or Paris or here in in the United States and you see somebody walking by with a Gucci bag and and it has 
the initials of your grandfather on there. And, and, and it has to be an unbelievable source of pride for you to, to you know, be a part of this legacy. It definitely is, uh, no question. I mean, with all the, you know, it's mostly a positive. There's no question about that. Yeah. I'm very proud. And, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to write the book is, you know, to show this incredible legacy that I was very happy to, to be part of uh, at a certain time. And now, you know, it's, it's just a name I wear, but it's also a history that I can always uh, look back on. What was, what is, or what, is, what has been the relationship between you and, and, and your brothers and, and their children over the last 20 years or so? Um, I, I don't really have any relationship with anyone, um, and they're, they're li- they live in Italy, and I live everywhere else. But <laughs> most of the time, I go in it- I go to Italy on holidays. So um, yes, so I, I don't really haven't really heard much about them or seen them, and uh, um, yeah, we'll see. You never know. Part, <laughs> One part- day I may bump into someone, uh, and it'll be fun to hear what they have to say about the book. Part of this, I guess, and you write about it towards the end of the book, is. Uh, what happened, I guess, at the reading of the will uh, that your father had put together, and he basically made you the the heir to to his estate. And I, I can imagine that at that point, that didn't didn't probably sit well with the other members of the family. But that being said, it, it does kind of allude to the, the the problems that he did have with some of the other members of the, of the family. Yes, I mean the, the the statement of air, universal air, was a statement of a more symbolic nature. Uh, there were, of course, technical aspects that were not, you know, all so clear cut and black yeah. and white. Um, but of course, he did uh, want to give a message to his sons by saying that that you know they had absolutely devastated him and disappointed him on every way, and uh, he, you know, had. Uh, made a certain um, decision in his life uh, on some levels that, that he didn't want them to be the benefit of, of his future, um, you know, his future uh, legacy in that, in that respect, uh, inheritance or not, you know. But um, it was more symbolic uh, gesture. How, how closely do you stay uh, in touch with uh, the, the people that, that are running Gucci right now? Oh, not at all. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm just a consumer like you. <laughs> I walk into the shop and, uh, and I choose what I like or don't like and uh, walk out and purchase it. Um, but uh, I had a very interesting uh, in situation. I was in Geneva and I went to a shop, the shop here, and um, when I, we bought something and, and I, um, they made me, they said, oh, please, could you fill in your address or, you know, uh, <laughs> your details? So I filled in my details, Patricia Gucci, my date of whatever birth and my address. And she goes, uh, no, 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 no. In the name here where you wrote Gucci, that's the store's <laughs> name. Could you put your surname, please? <laughs> so I said, no, that is my name. And then they literally nearly fainted. <laughs> so Do- it was kind of funny to see in some ways that was... They had never met a Gucci before, let's put it that way. And for whatever that may mean in this day and age, it was still something they thought was a special moment. And she was quite excited. Do, do, do you have to pull out a driver's license or an ID card by, at that point? No, she, well, I, yeah. No, she realized uh, when I, she saw, you know, that I said this. And it was verified. And 
and she goes, oh, this is your store then. You can do anything you want. <laughs> I said, no, 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 I can't. <laughs> no, thank you, but anyway. You do write a, a, a good bit about the relationship with your mother, uh, and it, it seems like that I, I, I get the sense that your mother didn't talk about the relationship between her and your father a good bit, maybe until you got a little bit older in, in, in your life? Well, yes, my mother's been, uh, was always a very private person. She didn't like to talk about the past also because, it, you know, there was a lot of painful memories and, and her way of dealing with that is not to talk about things and to avoid bringing anything like that up. And so in, during our, our, you know, our relationship, she felt uh, she didn't really want to share anything with me and I, and I kind of just accepted it. But uh, of course, to do research on the book, um, I had to ask her questions. There were many holes in my life, and there were many yeah. things I had no clue about, uh, especially before I was born. So that's when a lot, a lot of things came out, and it was incredible. It was a, a, a huge revelation, and I saw a different thing about my mother's side to her, and uh, and, I, and a renewed understanding of her that I, you know, of, of what she had gone through. And so that made us become closer in some ways. I mean, you know, she, she realized I wanted to write a book. She was not happy about it. And yeah. it took her a long time <laughs> to even remotely accept it. But she, it definitely helped our relationship because I think uh, something changed. We're talking with Patricia Gucci. The book is In the Name of Gucci, a memoir uh, here on Sirius XM 111, business radio powered by the Wharton School. Dan Loney here in Philadelphia. Just finally uh, about your father, because you alluded to it before that there were times where, you know, your father did have a temper and it would be seen in the business community with uh, the sometimes the, the employees that were working at the company. Uh, it felt like, and tell me if I'm right or wrong on this, that there were cases where there were people that obviously were staunch supporters of him, always were, and always stood by his side, and there were probably people that did not always believe in what he was doing. Well, I mean, nobody could ever dispute that what he did was perfect in, yeah. in as far as creating what he could, the company. I mean, he, you know, he did no wrong for, for, for pretty much most of the time. You know, sure, some would say, well, maybe he shouldn't have done this or that, but there were very, really nobody could have done what he did. So nobody could dispute that. But of course, his manner, uh, he was a tough, tough master. Uh, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't suffer fools gladly and he was a perfectionist and he, as he put in a thousand percent and he expected his employees to do the same. And most of them did. And they were brilliant, you know, and, and everybody loved him and, and really did. Uh, respect him, incredible, but he was a scary person sometimes. Yeah. I have to say that um, I never saw too much of that side of him. My mother said before I was born, there he used to be a lot more, di in that respect, a lot more, you know, scary. I mean, he, he when he screamed, you know, the whole building would shake. <laughs> well, so, uh, she said he calmed down a lot, a lot more. <laughs> greatly, greatly appreciate you joining us on the show. It is a very interesting book to go through and, and really get to understand uh, a little bit more about your father. Patricia, thank you very much and all the best with the book. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.